Hey there, my name is Allie Robinson. I am a certified personal trainer and running coach, and I am here to love, support, and guide you through this amazing journey to crushing your goals. We will talk about all things running, racing, strength training, nutrition, and weight loss without forgetting the real talk like mental health and motherhood. It's like a coffee date with your bestie, except I have the credentials, personal experience, and client testimonials to back it all up. So grab your favorite water bottle, put on your headphones, start your workout, and join me for something wonderful. Have you been loving all of the information on this podcast, but you feel like you need just a little bit more support in order to reach your goals? No worries. I got you because after taking a little bit of a hiatus from having my daughter, I am finally taking on one on one clients. So, if you are looking to PR your next race or you're finally ready to run that half or full marathon, maybe you're just getting into running, then I have a program for you. All of my programs are completely customized and individual programs. You'll get to work with me one-on-one so that way you can get all of the love, support, and guidance that you need to crush your goals. So if you are looking to get faster, stronger, all you have to do is send me an email to ally at somethingwonderful.com and we can chat about what it would look like for us to work together. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Something Wonderful podcast. Uh, I'm super excited because I have a review to read. Um, This review says, refreshing, Allie is an amazing host. She provides so much value in each episode that truly helps runners become successful. So it's been a while since I've been able to read a review. So if you guys could take a moment, please, um, if you're listening on Apple Podcast, take a moment and review the podcast. If you're listening on Spotify, go ahead and give this podcast five stars. It helps me out so much. And of course, I'm always open to feedback, um, good feedback, negative feedback, um, a little bit of constructive criticism, I'm all for it. So you guys can send me a message on Instagram or write me an email and just tell me what you think about the podcast. Because if you don't love it, let me know what I can do to change it so you guys do like it. Because anytime I get rates and reviews for this podcast, it really helps me reach other runners just like you. So that's it all about reviews. I'm not going to talk about that anymore. You've heard the spiel before. So let's get into today's running term of the day. Today's running term is burnout. Now, according to the Oxford language definition, burnout is to ruin one's health or become completely exhausted exhausted bleep, through overworking. Okay, now, I know. As runners, there are days or weeks that you are just, you know, tired, drained, your legs feel heavy. If you are feeling those things and it's lasting days and weeks, you are probably experiencing burnout or overtraining. Okay. It might also be referred to as overtraining syndrome. 
And that is exactly what we are talking about today. Because while being tired and sore is maybe a normal part of being a runner, you should not be utterly exhausted and drained for long periods of time. That is going to be a really big like red flag for burnout and overtraining syndrome. So I really want to talk about the signs and symptoms of overtraining and then of course what you can kind of do to prevent it and turn things around if that is what you are experiencing. So when we, you know, as runners, like uh, us runners, we are just a a different type of breed, right? We thrive off of pushing ourselves and challenging ourselves, which is a blessing and a curse. Because when we come to a period in our training where we are maybe like plateauing or we're feeling really tired or we're not getting the results that we want, we have this desire to kind of like push deeper, right? Dig deeper, push harder, um, run more, run faster. And that's not always what we want to do, okay? Because if we hit this burnout, if we continue to push when we are feeling the signs and symptoms of fatigue, it can escalate pretty quickly into overtraining syndrome and even adrenal fatigue, where there's a whole plethora of things in our body that can kind of go wrong if we continue down this path. And that's not something that I want you guys to happen to you guys, because if you truly reach overtraining syndrome and adrenal fatigue, it can take weeks and months to recover from. So let's give our bodies a little bit of of grace. Let's not just push as hard as we can and let's focus on being strategic with the way that we train and rest and recover, okay? So when we are experiencing overtraining, one of the big things that you may notice is exhaustion after a run. Now, Most of us like that feeling of being tired and drained after like a long run, a really, really hard training speed session. Um, There's almost this like satisfying amount of tiredness, right? Where you're like, wow, I feel good. I'm tired. I put in a really good workout, right? But then there's times where maybe you just feel like utter crap after a run where you just feel completely drained and burned out and physically and mentally tired. You know, you should not be feeling like that all the time after your runs. Okay. You know, even after your easy runs, you know, you shouldn't be feeling that just complete drain. If you are experiencing that, you might be overtraining or experiencing burnout. 
another thing is is bad runs right now we we've all had a bad run we've all had those days where like we get up to run and our legs just do not want to move even when we are putting 150 percent into our workouts we are still going as fast as a turtle right we've all had those runs and those runs are completely normal and will absolutely happen to the best of us but those types of quote-unquote bad runs should be pretty few and far between. It shouldn't be something that several times a week or you know even once a week we are waking up and having bad runs, okay? If you are having bad runs all the time, there is something that needs to change. And there's a lot of things that can be looked at, right? It can be, you know, we can look at your pace. We can look at your rest days and the efforts that you're putting into your workouts. You know, there's a lot of strategy that we can look at if you are just having bad runs all the time because the majority of your runs should feel great, okay? Another thing is, um, you know, like looking at your mood, right? Most most of us runners, right? We get that kind of like runner's high. Um, you know, we get those endorphins. Uh, you'll see those funny like t-shirts or memes on Facebook that are like, yeah, uh, running is so I don't punch my coworkers in the face, right? Um, you'll see those things about how run- running really can help like increase your mood, right? But if you are running and you are used to running making you happy or increasing your mood or giving you that little boost of endorphins and suddenly you are finding yourself super irritable or moody or stressed out, even with your runs, it might be a sign of overtraining. Okay, so pay attention to your mood a little bit. I get we all have bad days. I know I get into bad moods more often than I'd like to admit. But in general, especially when I get my runs or workouts in the morning, I'm in a pretty good mood. And I and, uh, you know, we we don't want to be you know, irritable all the time. So pay attention to your moods a little bit. Another thing is paying attention to your quality of sleep. Okay, sleep is so incredibly important to your body's ability to rest and recover. And if you are finding you can't sleep or are having trouble falling asleep or staying asleep, it could be a sign that your body is under a little bit of stress. Okay, and if our body is under stress and your body isn't able to rest and relax, then it's going to be a lot harder for you to be resting and recovering in between your hard workouts. Um, kind of piggybacking off of your mood, um, you know, where's your motivation at, right? 
Um, some of us, we could be like super, super, super excited to run our races or to reach our new goal. And if all of a sudden you find yourself not super motivated to run or not super excited about an upcoming race or you're not excited for your training, that could also be a sign of like mental fatigue and mental burnout, um, which can be a sign of, you know, overtraining because you know there's there's a reason we love you know, we love to run right there's a reason that we love to run i mean i i'm a running coach obviously and i have dedicated my entire life to running but that doesn't mean that i love waking up at 5:30 in the morning and going for my runs in the pitch darkness right so we might not love running every single day. You know, there's some days that we might go, why the heck am I doing this to myself, right? But in general, if you are a runner and you love running, you should feel some sort of motivation or excitement or joy from running. And if you're not, you might want to find a different sport, But if that's not normal for you, if you are normally excited to run and excited about upcoming goals and you're motivated and all of a sudden you are just not feeling that same level of joy, that could definitely be a sign of overtraining. Okay. The next one is a little bit more technical. Okay, and this sign and symptom is going to be an elevated resting heart rate. Now, a lot of us runners have these handy dandy little watches that we wear all the time. Apple watches, Garmin watches, Fitbit even. You know, a lot of us, we have these watches that are constantly tracking our heart rate and our resting heart rate. So I know, especially like Garmin, they give you like your average resting heart rates. And if you notice that your resting heart rate is increasing, it might be a sign of overtraining. Okay, so if your resting heart rate is pretty consistent and all of a sudden it jumps up, it might be a sign that maybe you need a rest day or maybe you need to take some time to recover a little bit. So pay attention to what your average resting heart rate is. If you don't wear one of those handy dandy little uh, watches all the time, you can always take your heart rate um, by hand, right? You could check your heart rate first thing in the morning. Typically, before you even like get up out of bed, you want to check your what your resting heart rate is. Okay, so that can be a pretty technical sign of how your body is handling this level of training. Um, And then, of course, the really the last one is a plateau or decline in your training. So if you have been, um, you know, trying to increase your speed or increase your distance and you've been, you know, improving each week and all of a sudden you're like not getting any faster, you're not able to run further, you're exhausted, you're tired, and your, your training is either plateauing or getting worse, that could be a sign of 
overtraining. And I know that when you experience that kind of plateau or decline in your training, it really is second nature for us to want to just push harder and push through. But I promise if you take a moment to allow your body to rest and avoid overtraining and, you know, avoid, um, you know, pushing your body past the point of kind of no return a little bit, right? You're going to be able to perform so much better. Okay, because when you are training, when you are training for races, when you're trying to get a new PR, your body is under a lot of stress. And if we have our body under too much stress for an extended period of time, it is going to affect our performance. It's going to affect our body's ability to recover. So we want to make sure that we are not overlooking these symptoms, okay? If you have experienced any of the symptoms that I just talked about, it really shouldn't be taken lightly because like I said, it can escalate pretty quickly. And when you are in that that level of stress and exhaustion, you are so much more likely to get injured. And uh, I can tell you that an injury is going to take you out of the game far longer than, um, you know, just taking a, a couple days to to rest, okay? So we do not want to take the, these symptoms lightly. But if you are experiencing any one of these things, what do we do about it, right? How do we de-escalate the situation so that way we can give our bodies the rest that it needs? Well, I've said this word a million times already in this podcast, rest, right? I know that rest days are so difficult, okay? I know that as a runner, we want to run. So being told that we shouldn't run every day can be a little bit of a slap to the face. But I want to tell you something. Elite runners, elite athletes take rest days, So if elite athletes are improving their runs and winning national championships and winning the Olympics and they are resting, why the heck aren't you? Okay, your body needs rest. In fact, rest is actually a part of the process, okay? Because when you are doing these hard runs, these hard workouts, you are breaking your body down. And when we are resting, your body is actually building itself back up so that it can come back stronger. If we are just doing hard workout after hard workout after hard workout, all we are doing is just breaking down our body and breaking down our body and breaking down our body. So our body needs rest so it can build back stronger. Okay, so rest is a part of the process. The next thing to really understand is strategy. Okay, 80% of your runs should be at an easy effort. There is a reason why most training plans are only going to call for one or two days of speed work. Okay, and that is because 80% of your runs or workouts should be at an easy effort. 
The reason for that is because if we are doing these hard workouts all the time, like I said, we are just breaking down our body. So that doesn't mean that we can't run four or five days a week, right? It doesn't mean that we can't run consecutive days. It just means that if you have a hard run, it should be followed up by an easier run. So that way you're still moving your body. You're still moving, you're you're still moving your muscles and warming up your body and promoting your blood flow, but you're not breaking down your body the same way you are in those hard fast workouts and runs. You're allowing your body to move while still giving it a chance to promote recovery. Okay? 80%. I know that seems a lot. But 80% of your runs should be at an easy effort. Only 20% or less of your runs should be at a hard effort. Okay? It's okay for us to be strategic about the way that we are training. And being strategic about our training means that, yes, we might be doing days of just doing like yoga and stretching. Okay, it's okay to have a full rest day. It's okay if you just have some active rest where you are doing like yoga and going slower and focusing on breathing. It is okay. I promise. Another big thing, again, is sleep. Sleep is so important. Our body does the majority of our healing and recovery when we are sleeping. So make sure that you aren't just prioritizing quantity of sleep, but also quality of sleep. I know, I know that after like working all day long and, you know, waking up early to get your run in, sleep might just feel like the lowest thing on the list. I know when you come home, you might just want to watch one more episode on Netflix, but If you are waking up early, if you are, you know, just running in general, sleep is important. Go to bed early, get good rest. You know, of course, there's situations that affect our ability to sleep. You know, I still have a three-month-old that likes to wake up a couple times in the middle of the night. So, you know, there are times where it's hard to prioritize that, that quality of sleep, but for you to avoid burnout, avoid overtraining, and to allow your body to perform its best, sleep is so important, okay? Um, another thing is after a race, like after a major race, so like yeah, half marathon, a full marathon, a 5K or 10K that you've been working really, really, really hard to PR, take a break from training. That doesn't mean that you have to stop training and running altogether, okay? But Take a break from hard training. You know, partake in other exercises. Um, you know, fall into a different um, intensity. Uh, you know, so if you've just finished a half marathon or a full marathon, um, you know, my rule of thumb is like take as many days off 
from running as the race was. So if you did a half marathon, take a full 13, 14 days off from training. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't run, but take 14 days to not do really hard workouts. Just do some easy runs, some light strength training, some yoga, lots of walks, maybe cycling. You know, switch it up a little bit and give your body that time to rest and recover, especially coming off of a really hard training season, especially putting everything into a major race. Allow your body the time after the race to recover. It's going to really, really set you up for more success the next hard training season that you get into. Um, of course, of course, you knew I was going to bring this one up. I can't help myself. Nutrition. Okay. Nutrition is king. Nutrition is always king. Um, nutrition is so incredibly important before, during, after our runs. Nutrition is so crucial because as we are running, we are use, utilizing and using up all of our body's resources. After our runs, we are depleted of vitamins and nutrients that are essential to our bodies. Our bodies need protein and vitamins and and substance in order to repair our muscles, our bones, our tissues. So making sure that we are getting in enough fuel and getting in a good quality of nutrition is going to absolutely make or break your recovery. It's so incredibly important to making sure that you are taking care of yourself. Okay. So I know, I know that I've been talking fast. I know I've been going over a ton of information, but the biggest thing is to realize that if you are experiencing any changes in your body that are not normal for you, any changes in your energy levels, your eating habits, your sleeping habits, um, It's a sign that you need to look closer into what is going on, okay? You should always, you know, talk to your doctor if you're experiencing any signs or symptoms for a longer period of time. Make sure you're kind of letting them know what is going on so you guys can be proactive about your health and your well-being because I want you guys to be strong amazing runners for the long run and that might mean taking a temporary rest or break to allow your body the grace that it needs in order for you to crush your goals. Okay, so that is overtraining everybody. That is it for me today. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. And as always, I will talk to you very soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Something Wonderful podcast. To show your support for the show, please take a moment to rate and review wherever you are listening to your episodes. You can follow me on Instagram at something underscore wonderful. And you can even join my free Facebook group, Weight Loss for Runners. And remember, my friends, until next time, 
You are something wonderful.